definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Good Wednesday morning, everybody, and welcome into the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 100.7thescore.com. We are live in the First United Bank studio with a gorgeous day on tap here in Lubbock, Texas. The Visual Edge IT hotline is 806-771-0973. So when we do give away tickets or have guests, they all appear through that Visual Edge IT hotline. I am Jeff Haxton with my partner, David Collier, and Lucas across the way, Lucas White. And I am the only one that did not go to the barbershop yesterday. So I'm lacking there. Both these guys are looking good with their haircuts. What's up, fellas? What's up? I, uh, I've i started trying to use that. Pow- Have you seen the videos on Facebook that show up? Like It's like a powder that you put in your hair? Yeah, yeah. This is going around. So I can't find it anywhere. But I was told that, <laughs> that it's essentially like baby powder. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm kind of out of the hair gel I usually use. Did you throw some in there today? So I threw some baby powder in there. But my hair looks really white (laughs) it looks really white so i like tried to wet it and it didn't do it you look like you're um auditioning for a play as a a few years older man yeah yeah i can see it now no it's just (laughs) now i will say this whenever i get my hair cut because i don't put anything as much stuff in it it is a lot lighter you know Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah you know what i'm saying but well not this light everything on the sides for me is 90 percent gray and so when I go in and get the one on the sides, the gray goes away for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. So it looks, you know, makes you look a little bit younger. But this is interesting about the powder because the boy has seen it through some deal on YouTube, I'm sure, about how, yeah. um, you know, you can look cooler or your hair can look cooler with this powder stuff. So he gets mom to order it off Amazon. So it arrived yesterday. So he goes in there and puts it in his hair and all of a sudden – he looks like Kevin Bacon off Footloose. Yeah. I mean, it's way up there in the mm-hmm. air and, and holding. I'm like, what is this? This is some weird stuff. Uh, she put it I'm in my hair yesterday. Guy. Well, they just. I got like a five year old can of pomade in there. I have to put a lot on my hair if I don't. The sides I have to like slick down. That's why I get shaved. I, mm-hmm. Looks but, good. Yeah. Other than, yeah, I'll be uh, auditioning for. Ebenezer Scrooge later oh, today with my yeah. yeah it doesn't whatever <laughs> it's white my favorite line about hair and I'm not going to get it right is uh, is on a dodgeball when Pepper is talking about uh, White Goodman it's got to be the hair cotton it's it's uh, feathered and lethal I think is what he says. <laughs> It is it's one of those deals where he's throwing the ball mm-hmm. in slow motion. It's got to be the hair cotton. It's <laughs> feather. I think it's feathered and lethal. See how it, see how it comes out. What does he say? See if it pays off for him. It's a man. I'm terrible yeah. with my quotes today already. Oh man, um, did you watch any ball last night? Any Big Twelve? I didn't get a chance to watch a ton. I watched. Quite a bit of UCF uh, BYU. 
I watched briefly during the dinner break the uh, OU Baylor game, and it Oklahoma happened. Oklahoma beat down. Yeah. Now they didn't have their big guy, uh, Hughley. Oh yeah. Um, I don't. I I'm not sure what the injury was, but he didn't even make the trip. So they were shorthanded anyway against uh, against that Baylor squad. But yeah, I, I should have. I mean, I said it yesterday. Tears of twelve up six spots. Get ready for a beatdown. At least it's a beatdown of one of the top four teams in the conference. Shouldn't be that shocking yeah. on the road, but well, at their place. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, but, I watched but, a little bit of that, but there was nothing really to watch in that game. The UCF BYU was one of those deals where it was really late, and they kept. Um, they were always at arm's length from BYU, so they would run it down there. Get a quick two, foul. Run it down there, get a quick two, foul. And so it took forever to finish. But uh, UCF scored 62 points in the oh, second wow. half. I'm looking at the box now. Yeah, 62 20, points in the second half and lost by two. 26 to 62, wow. And BYU was up by a good margin and never really felt like they were going to lose. But good Big 12 basketball game. It is weird looking at that court. Uh, in Provo and seeing the Big 12 logo. It's weird seeing the patches on both those teams, even though both those teams have made trips to Lubbock. When you look at UCF versus BYU, Florida, and Utah, it's still jarring a little bit to the eyes. Well, you, and you asked me about that game just a second ago. I didn't even think about it. Like, if it would have been on the TV and I was just flying through, and I had the option of the other two games, Iowa State, Cincinnati, say they were all on at the same time. I'm going to the Big Twelve game. Yeah, I mean, I we talk about them every single week, but when they're playing each other and they're not, you know, I wouldn't have. It would have taken me a while to go. Yeah, I probably should watch that basketball game. I watched a little bit of Kentucky beat down Ole Miss just because of the connections, and that is still jarring. Seeing how many people that I know from previous staffs walk through those handshake lines. That bench is uh, it's uh, it's basically staff number one, right? Without Mark Adams, yeah, and then some of staff like three and four. Yeah. <clears throat> but you, you're right because Parker Eidson was on staff one, then he went to UTA for six years, then he joined back up on the trip back to uh, Ole Miss. Uh, so he's the director of ops, and you got John Riley, you got uh, Chris Berg, Berg, yeah, Pinkins. I, used to, uh, I, I currently work with somebody named Chris Berg. Sorry. Um, Elliot. Um, there's just, just tons of tons of guys from those staffs. But uh, Kentucky had no problem. Played really well and beat Ole Miss. Kentucky's record's not all that good. Syracuse won last night Yeah, over North Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was pretty shocking. The game that Casey and I watched was the Florida State-Virginia Tech game. And Casey looked at me and said, when did Florida State start wearing blue? And I I didn't have an answer because they, they had the baby blue or the turquoise blue. Something it has like, to be for Native Americans. Though. I have no, yeah. yeah, so it was interesting. Yeah. Oklahoma State does that. New Mexico's always done that. Um, um, I like when OU does that for baseball. And I think the softball team will do something. I hate it, but I do too. But I, well, just because of the state flag. That's, I know. Yeah. I, love, I love the state flag so much. I love that baby blue. Yeah. And um, you got your orange in the thunder, so be happy about it. 
Mm. It's it's I knew mostly blue, but there's orange in there. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go fix this hair, wet it down. You? Yeah, I could see standing it. up tall, huh? Well, no, it's white. <laughs> Salute the hair. Um, so yeah, lots um, lots to talk about today. Big Twelve basketball chase teams that are going to be in the NCAA tournament. We have Lady Raider basketball coming up tonight. They've got a long losing streak to Oklahoma State and a three-game losing streak in this season. This would be a massive win for Texas Tech. they got to find a way to beat these Cowgirls tonight, 6 o'clock on 107.7 ESFM. This is 100.7 The Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Hey, what you need to know is it is Valentine's Day. Lots of folks shopping today for Valentine's Day gifts. And once you get that taken care of, you can go check out the Lady Raiders tonight. As I mentioned, at 530, they'll be on the air on 107.7 Yes FM. Winners in the Big 12 last night were BYU, BU, and who else? Iowa State. Iowa State. They were actually underdogs. Do you know that? Didn't look like it that entire game. No, they didn't trail, but, uh, well, at all. 37 minutes, I think they led. Maybe they trailed by one. I pulled that box score up late last night. It was um, a nine-point victory for Iowa State, who I think is the second-best team in this league behind the Houston Cougars. Uh, it's the next opponent for the Red Raiders and an 11 o'clock start on Saturday from Ames. But it was 79-62 Baylor, BYU 90-88. Wisconsin beat uh, Ohio State. Kentucky smacks Ole Miss. Creighton beats Georgetown. Illinois State, the... I know, that made me so mad last night when I saw that score. Redbirds. Because Illinois State beat uh, Indiana State, which was, you know, two schools we talked about yesterday in the show briefly. Yeah, and ranked Indiana State, mm-hmm. 80-67. to 67. Illinois just wipes out Michigan, which is not surprising. And Marquette just got by Butler, 78-72. to 72. <sighs> The Magic is going to retire Shaq's number 32 jersey. Actually did it last night. They did? I think so. Okay. Yeah. There he is looking skyward. Yep. In the rafters. My boy World B had some great Orlando Magic stuff that he would hand off to me. I looked like I was a huge Magic fan. Um, He had a warehouse of game-worn apparel. So I had... um, Like the World B? No. my Okay. I was about to say. uh, One of my best friends, World B Otto. I, I Wayne Otto. Meant, I thought you meant World Be Free. I was like, I'll give you some basketball cards for him to sign. Uh, you know, the uh, the button downs, mm-hmm. the pants, the... Yeah. I had some of those, and I had a uh, uh, sweet black and blue um, top that they warmed up in. And so he would go and take a truck and just say, hey, how much for the lot, yeah. you know, of the shoes, Balls, uh, clothes, hats, whatever, helmets, cleats, 
And they would say, this is how much it is. And he would write him a check, put it all in his U-Haul, take it back to North Carolina, sell it on the Internet. Wow. They don't care, right? It's all boxed up, sitting somewhere. I had a buddy who used to be a ball. good for everybody. Yeah. I had a buddy that used to be a ball boy for the Rockets, and he would bring us stuff from time to time. But the problem was it was like player stuff that I guess they didn't want. And he would get the smallest size. I can never wear this stuff. It's just so big. He would just give it to us, though. We didn't have to buy it off the internet. Still have one of the jackets, but again, there's nobody in my house that can wear that thing. I always wanted to go to World's Warehouse because that's all he would do. He would attend games. This guy was in attendance for the first ever 16 beating a one. He was in attendance for... Troy beating Nebraska at Nebraska football. I mean, if it was a big deal, big game, he was he was there somehow, some way. That was old world. He would ski in uh, Chile and in our summers and just a wonderful individual and cancer. So rest in peace, world B. I love you. Um, had a buzzer beater for Drake to beat Evansville last night at and right. Threw it up from near half court. He was in the midcourt circle. Banked that sucker in. And Drake, another team that you had to identify yesterday, beats Evansville. 78-75. Those are your headlines. Any Valentine's Day plans at all, boys? Well, Lady Raiders play tonight at 6, and the rest of the office is off today so we'll just go ahead and leave that as your answer right there you can get two tickets for 10 bucks if you want to go lady raider game tonight by the way okay but uh no none for me lucas hopefully save us because i got a feeling well hacks might have some plans nope i got my i was supposed to work tonight at the bowling alley but i got it covered so casey and i can go have a nice dinner together it's it's kind of hard because our birthday was on the 10th and Valentine's is on the 14th, so her birthday and Valentine's Day are really close together. So. You need payday. Wait a minute, so she yeah, I know. <laughs> I need a cash out somehow, some way. But, yeah, so I'll probably just take her to a nice dinner and just have some nice quality time together. There we go. Nope, it'll be uh, – haven't quite figured out my plans yet. I might get to the Lady Raider game at the beginning and then go home and say, hey, how's everybody doing for a few minutes before heading back to the station? You got anything? Do you, how does how does that work in your house? I listen to the morning drive, and I'm always intrigued because I'm not the most romantic person on planet Earth. Shocker there, but uh, you card flowers, all that stuff on Valentine's. Um, massive chocolate strawberries in a heart shaped box is what I've done so far, and. We were supposed to go to lunch, but everybody's still sick, and the boy is homesick, and she's sick, and so. Bum, 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 bum. Um, yeah. Womp, womp, as the kids say. As, yeah, womp, womp. I'm being sick of that boy. <laughs> God, they're saying that a lot. Be for real is another one that's infected the house. Buns, as I mentioned. I like buns. I think that's funny. It does make me laugh. <laughs> but you try not to. Like choices, picks, or buns. Yeah, well, 
Everybody, that's the universal language right there. We all understand that, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't really do much. Do so you do a card? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would do it for the longest time, but I have a feeling just knowing my wife, you know, we could uh, use that money on something else like yep. 700 pair of shoes. Casey um, asked me if we were getting each other something, and I said, not that I know of. So she, if if I got her something, she would get me something. But if we don't plan on anything, we're just kind of, we just kind of wing it. Here's the thing. There's like, I always get like the smallest box of chocolates because it's, I know what kind she likes because there's 5 billion varieties and she likes these. The only problem is, is she only likes like three of them. Uh-huh. And who eats the rest of them? You. Yeah. So why even buy it? You know, I know that sounds horrible, but I'm just going to eat it anyway, and I don't need to eat that. Super Bowl sets all-time record with 123 million viewers. CBS broadcasts the biggest since Nielsen began keeping track of total viewers. The second overtime game in Super Bowl history, gigantic audience on Sunday. Let's see. Uh, 120.25 million viewers on CBS by itself, the largest telecast on record. Simulcast on Nickelodeon, Univision, Paramount Plus, and other digital platforms pushed the total to 123.7 million. No other broadcast in American TV history, at least as measured by Nielsen, has drawn more people. So beat the moon landing is what I've heard, correct? Yeah, that's my understanding. 42.1 household rating for CBS, meaning 42.1% of all TV homes in the United States were tuned into the game. Um, Yeah, going further back, estimates the Apollo 11 moon landing in 1969 across ABC, CBS, and NBC ranged from 125 million to 150 million viewers. Uh, The final episode of MASH in 1983 Record for largest household rating with 60.2% of all TV homes watching that finale. Man, I know people love MASH, but gah! I know. It, That's wild, man. I always say it like I never got into MASH, and I'm a military brat. But whenever I came to Lubbock, Texas, that was on after the news for a while. And I get it. I've been here a while. But that was in the 2000s. MASH was still on, and it was, do not go over, because we'll get phone calls, because you're covering up MASH. Oh, your phone lines be off the hook. All right, we'll come back. We're going to check the calendar and have much more from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody, from the end of the bench. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Two more hours to go here on 100.7 The Score, 100.7thescore.com. We're in downtown Lubbock, Texas. It's going to be a gorgeous day today. Uh, a lot better than three years ago, as we mentioned, when the iceberg came in and whoo, it got cold and uh, had some rolling blackouts. That was three years ago today. Uh, not today. Going to get up around 60 degrees, get outside and run around, do you what you need to do. A Hacks Collier and Lucas Edition of the program coming up in 12 minutes. We'll have the highs and lows at 10.30. The hot questions 
coming your way. Preguntas en Fuego, if you were asking Rob Verby. And then uh, 10.45. Mm. 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 Maybe a, a quiz or two. I don't know. Who knows what's coming up? Not me. Um, you can buy your Big 12 baseball tournament tickets February 16th at 10 a.m. Go to globelifefield.com slash big12 and get your tickets for that. And again, it'll be here before you know it. Let me uh, let me take you through what's going on with the baseball team. I know I'm just extremely excited. Wish I could be there for the calls. Uh, number one, I love Globe Life. And number two, it's, it's Tech Baseball against Tennessee on Friday. Scheduled to go at 7 o'clock. All of the Big 12 baseball will be on Double T 97.3. It's just going to work out that way for us. Uh, even dancing around some basketball games. So, Texas Tech and Tennessee on Friday. Texas Tech and Nebraska. 2.30 on Saturday. And then the Oregon Ducks at 2 o'clock on Sunday. And usually, you get those three games in and you come on back home and you play some home games. They got two more coming up after that at Globe Life. So, first five games are guaranteed. All inside. All good stuff. Um, The Uniform Authority Twitter account ranks everything when it comes to unis. They ranked the Texas Tech black helmets with the uh, flat double T, red unis, white pants as the number four throwback uniform of the 2023 college football season. They actually hand out awards for these kind of things. And that is a bad A uniform. Really, really cool. We'll just take a look at the picture there. That oh, one. yeah. Yeah. No, I was a fan of those. Um, with that throwback though, I think the one that I love the most is gray pants. Yeah. I like the, I like the black helmet. What is it? White. And then the gray pants or silver, whatever you want to call them. I like that Texas tech look. I'm a fan of that one. I if guess you, that just makes me feel just of go college. back to the flat double T, would you just make it the normal, the. Yeah, I don't no, mind it. I know it's a summer question. Yeah, but. I know it's a summer question, but no, I don't mind it. I think it looks good, and it seems like so many people, I mean, if you go to the the Womble and you're driving up there trying to find a parking spot that you technically can't park in since it's a, you know, pass-only type deal, but you roll past Grant McCaslin's spot, Grant McCaslin, right above it, old school double T. Yeah, and Beard was crazy about it. Yeah, and... I did, like it. Did you say the Womble is divided one side, flat double T, other side, 3D double yeah. T? So for the men's side, it's flat yeah. on the court. For the women's side, it's the uh, current double T. I'm not as passionate about it as other people, but mm-hmm. I, I, still, I, I think I like it because that's what it was whenever I was in college. Not that I had any association other than losing football games to Texas Tech or – you know, seeing Stan Bonowitz roll into town and knock down some threes mm-hmm. in my face, but not in my face. But in your face! 
he probably would have tried to shoot wherever I was standing. Did you see this from Adam Schefter as we shift to uh, on I, the field yeah, football? Just just uh, quote yeah. tweeted it. The uh, Red Raider connection coming through for one new assistant with the with the Commanders. The Commanders are hiring 49ers assistant head coach Anthony Lynn as their run game coordinator per league source. Commanders made a run at Lynn last year, but get him this year. Here's one reason why. Lynn is close with head coach Dan Quinn and GM Adam Peters. Doesn't help. Doesn't hurt that the offensive coordinator also went to the same school. Absolutely. Um, you know, they uh, they got a chance to talk to Anthony Lynn on Super Bowl media day, and he talked extensively about his faith. It was from a a uh, Twitter account called Sports Spectrum that uh, highlights folks in, in their following of Jesus. And uh, he had, gosh, probably five minutes of talking to this guy about how his faith has shaped him. And it was really cool to hear him share that story. And now he is going from coast to coast, from the 49ers to the commanders. We wish Anthony Lynn the best of luck. So lots of news there to start our number two. I hate gray in football uniforms. It just doesn't jive with my eyes, I guess. I always think it looks so ugly. That's from Big Huey. I only like it on the pants. I Me don't, too. Yeah, that's I don't I don't want the whole gray uniform. If we go above the waist, I I'm out. Yeah. Don't want it on a helmet. Don't want it on the jersey. The only person that needs gray on their helmet is Kansas State to me. That's it. Yeah. That I can think of right off the top of my head. Because when I think of the whole gray thing is Kansas State's helmet and their gray pants or whatever. But let Kansas State have that and nobody else. That one time, that one year where Texas – Let me Tech- ask you this. Is K-State and Texas – let's go ahead and just keep Texas in the league for a little bit before we punt. Are they the only ones that haven't deviated from their – this is our road, this is our home in the league? Because OU at once a year will do the Rough Rider thing. Yeah. Um, um, Oklahoma State can't decide on a uniform. But th- they've done better, man. They've come back <laughs> around, and they were a lot better this year. They they tried the great crap, too, and it looked awful yeah. for years. Yeah, I don't remember Kansas State doing anything different. Kansas changes a bunch. Nebraska's never changed, but they're in the Big Ten. Oh, for the longest time, Kansas's alternate uniform, it seemed like they would wear against Texas Tech. Anytime we went up to Lawrence, it was always some – powder blue random throwback or something like that so but i don't think k-state's ever done anything different and since bill snyder got there and made the power cat which is obviously off of the hawkeye mm-hmm. uh, but the power cat i mean that thing's gone nationwide yeah lots of high schools another uh little bit of news from the nfl for all those people that don't want the kansas city chiefs to win a third straight Super Bowl. Steve Spagnolo has signed a contract extension, defensive coordinator. Big reason why. I know Pat won it in the MVP. That defense is pretty solid, salty. They shut down a lot of quarterbacks on their way to the Super Bowl. Sure did. So Made some great calls. Hashtag level the bevel. That's from McIntyre. What's up, Eric? Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is hour number three here on 100.7 The Score. 
We are in downtown Lubbock, Texas at the Raymar Compound where Lady Raider basketball will be happening just a few clicks away. Tonight against Oklahoma State, 5.30 is the airtime on 107.7 Yes FM. Mark and Chuck. Chuck Hines will be calling the action tonight. I'll be listening to those boys. It's always a good listen. That's fun there. A Hacks Collier and Lucas edition of the program. The 3-0 take has designed the ultimate Major League Baseball road trip for 2024. Would you like to hear it? Fire away. Okay. Start in Seattle. All right. Start up with the Mariners, okay? Yeah. Mariners, Giants, A's, Dodgers, Angels, Padres, Arizona. Okay. Now we're going to move it to the Mountain Time Zone. Rockies. Okay. Where are you going next? Uh, If you're going from there, you've got to go to... The Rangers. Correct. Then. Well, that's that's tough because I think I would go down to Houston and then up to the Rangers if I was driving this thing. But you got to – well, you know what? The Astros, if you're if – you're, I would end with the Astros then. I would work my way up to like St. Louis and go watch the car. Right. That's not the way this is. You were going the right direction. You were on the right path. Yeah. Rockies to Rangers. Then the Astros then. Okay. Then. Then the Braves. They want you to go north. See, I would. Then that, I'm just thinking a, a rational thing. You just go. I'll, t- I'll, I'll give you a hint. Okay. This thing ends as far south as you can go with the Marlins. Marlins. That would probably be the best choice to go watch last as well. I just love testing your geography skills on this. Well, so, if you're going from there, then if we're going to Houston and we're going back north, then it would have to be the Cardinals. Close. Royals. Royals. Then. Yeah. Well, then it would be the Cardinals. Right. Then go, go Cubs. Go further north. Oh, Milwaukee. Oh, you're just you're so close. Twins. Man, this is not good driving geography. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. Twins, Brewers. Brewers, Cubs. White Sox, I guess, if you have to. Stay in town. Who, who wants yeah. to watch a White Sox game? Okay, now we're moving east. Uh, let's see. So that would be Cleveland, Reds. Cincinnati. Well, either one. Reds, Guardians. I was going to say the other team. Detroit, there. Toronto, Pittsburgh. Now we get really you know tight. Uh, Yankees, Red Sox, Mets, Phillies, Nats. Orioles, Nats, Braves, Rays, Marlins. You're done. I like my driving. A little bit better. Well, this especially if I was. In, I know, but the, this is probably set up with. They got to be at home. I mean. Oh, I know, but what, yeah, that, I know. Schedule wise, it's got to work. But I would the way I would do it is I would do all of that. I would go Colorado, and then I would go straight over to Kansas City and work my way through all of that stuff. Come back, Atlanta, Houston, finish up with the uh, World Series champions, and then come on home. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. As uh, pitchers and catchers report today, a lot of people go nuts for pitchers and catchers reports. They do. They get, it's like it's like a holiday for. Yeah, we're still a little ways away. I don't get too excited. It is fun to go cover spring training, though. I'll give you that. 
it is a fun trip out there, which I'll be heading out that way for, will they still be going? How long do they go? I can never remember. Another trivia question for you. This is completely different. Oh, boy. Air traffic control zones in the USA. So, you know, they hand you off tower to tower as you fly. Mm-hmm. Who controls our airspace? Are there, like, big hubs so our airspace isn't controlled by Lubbock? Mm-mm. Hmm. I mean, it is locally. Yes. But, like, the, the main towers that, that handle all the air traffic. Can I get is – it, is it in state? No. Okay, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Denver then. Oh, so close! Colorado Springs, Albuquerque, Albuquerque. Wow, Albuquerque. Walter White, give us that. That's another. This is we're learning so much yeah. today. We're obviously Just, spending a lot of time on social media. I had no idea, um, and I, I just lost his name. Walter White. Well, but the main actor, um, Walter White, was not bald in Breaking Bad. He sat in a chair and got makeup for that. And they put the, you know, bald wig on and or bald cap bald on. Cap. And then they actually spray painted the male pattern baldness hairline on there. That's makeup the on wrinkles. there as well. Yeah, yeah, that's a his hair not necessarily thin, but Ryan Cranston. Ryan Cranston, yeah. I didn't look it up. Yep, he did not. Um but that was fascinating. Just I would I hope you're knocking out a lot of shows that day. Sitting in that chair, having to do that over and over again. Um, we were talking about, what were we talking about earlier? Football. There was something football that made me find this. If I told you that uh, the Texas Longhorns came knocking and they needed a non-conference football game for you in like two years in your Texas Tech, would you take it? The only caveat, according to Chris Del Conte, is if we do that, they they would have to be willing to only play in Austin. There's uh, not going to be a home-and-home. Home. Looking at the schedule that you have now, in two years, would you be willing to play? I got two words. <laughs> Heck no. Shove it. Okay. Well, the only reason somebody asked if Texas was willing to play any Big 12 team moving forward, and this is kind of off of the Kirby thing, who we all know that story of the supposed, yeah, we'll play you. So we know that we went through the OU schedule. They have Maine. Maine, the Black Bears. Who, who does Texas lollipop candy easy game come well, with? Well, don't, don't call Maine easy. Let's let's pump the brakes on that. <laughs> you, you and your Black Bears. Black Bears are best. You know, no, gummy bears are best. I heard uh, our buddy on the morning drive say something about basically uh, basically saying that uh, making fun of, and I get it, you know, all I think all conferences should have the same amount of conference games, and obviously the SEC doesn't agree and they have their easy schedule. But I would take Texas Tech's schedule next year over Oklahoma's in a heartbeat. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, all right, let's see. Georgia, Florida, A&M, Kentucky, Arkansas. Where is this lolly? Vanderbilt, definitely. Mississippi State, Louisiana, Monroe, UTSA, Colorado State. They don't have a late season. Give me. 
on there. Interesting. Unless you count Vanderbilt. Which you could. And you should. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. In the boats. One more to go here before we get our secrets in the dirt. And four to one, this thing out of here on 100.7 The Score. 100.7 The Score.com. First United Bank Studios. Visual Edge IT Hotline. 806-771-0973. Hacks Collier and Lucas here for you and ask those bench warmers. Got to do it through the Yates Flooring Center chat line. You can do that through the 100.7 The Score mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Trey says it always cracks me up when you tell the story of him passing that to you four to one on a napkin uh, when you were sick. Yeah, that's when I knew I was. Well, I knew I was in trouble long before <laughs> that, but um, that was. Yeah, infuriating. You've heard that story, right? Maybe. I don't remember it, but. Um, I had food poisoning, and I was uh, sweating profusely and throwing up everywhere. And we were in Cancun trying to, uh, you had to walk about a close to a mile from your room to get to the arena. And uh, so I was just in the back. I looked bad, you know, pale, sweating. And. Uh, He's like, what's wrong with you? I was like, I got food poisoning. I'm sick. And he wrote down four to one on a napkin and slid it over to me before doing our interview. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate that. You should have blew your nose on it. Yeah. And then handed it back to him. Foppel sent us a uh, picture of one Clint the Viking Scott up against a green screen. No, don't worry. We'll be doing something with that. Looks like that's from today. Yeah, it was. He's wearing that shirt right now. Uh huh. So what are we doing with it? Well, it's got a green screen on it, so I'm going to Photoshop something behind it at some oh. point today. 100%. I did that one with him. Uh, I need to just make that a weekly bit, but he, whenever he messed up at some point, he was like clapping his hands, and I edited it to uh, Stomp just because he looked like he was part of the uh, the show. So Stompcast? Yeah. Ohio State's candidate pool, if you just missed it, they uh, fired their head coach in basketball. Greg McDermott, don't think so. Very happy at Creighton. Uh, Sean Miller, Nate Oates. Uh, don't think there's any way Nate Oates goes from Bama to Ohio State. Uh, Mick Cronin. No. No. Well, he probably wants to get out. It's not good there, right? That's true. That's a good point. I mean, the travel's going to be awful for them. I think UCLA is just – USC too, but UCLA is just a little bit – they don't have any money, right? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Porter Mosier. <laughs> that was another point that was made about DePaul. DePaul's rumored entire men's basketball NIL budget is 250000 Hard to compete. With those restrictions. Impossible at this point. Yeah, I would say impossible. Coach, I can get this over here, and you're offering me this. I'm going over here. You can't even get one, like, think about that. That's that's a half, half dollars, right? 
Man. My bad. PTSD. Fardaz PTSD. Fardaz A Snacks. Uh, Fobble says it's supposed to be a GIF. Hmm. Show us in a bit. Wrap this thing up and go check this GIF out. (laughs) Uh, Don't forget Lady Raider basketball coming up tonight at 530 on 107.7 SFM against Oklahoma State. Got cheap tickets. If you're looking for something to do for Valentine's Day, that's something you can do right there. Just go uh, watch the Lady Raiders High School Fan Zone at 6 o'clock tonight. Um, My question to you is, do you think Grant McCaslin is truthful when he says he hopes that's the only introductory press conference that he has to do the rest of his career. <laughs> I hate when coaches do that. I understand it. Well, it was a crowd pleaser. Oh, I know. It was a crowd pleaser, and I get it. Now, you kind of you kind of have to say that, right? I mean, I, I can't imagine that those are fun, no matter what. You might go through seven of them, but I can't imagine any of them are necessarily fun, the whole process of them, right? So... He's telling the truth. I don't want to go through another one of those, right? You don't like standing up there. I wouldn't want to do that. That doesn't mean if somebody else called me and said, I'm going to give you more money, that I wouldn't do it again. So, yes, I believe what he said in the context of he doesn't like doing speaking engagements in front of a crowd like that and try to rile everybody up. Yes, I I totally 100% believe that part of it. That's hard, man. I couldn't do that because I'm not. I well, don't think the, I'm that good of a liar. The reason that I bring I'm it up, I'm not saying he's a liar, right? Sorry. And the reason I bring it up is we're about to see this carousel, yeah, start to whirl mid-season. Ohio State, big domino, big job, yeah. Now it's not blue blood territory, but they've done some really good things and gone to some Final Fours. I always, I always. I just don't like it because somebody can always bring it back up. You know, the Tommy Tuberville, I'll be buried in a pine box thing at Ole Miss. And obviously, Mama called and said, blah, blah, blah. All of that. It always comes back. You always remember those things, right? And I think if for whatever reason Scott Drew decides to retire, and I'm putting the car way before the horse here, I totally understand. If things go well here, and for whatever reason Scott Drew retires, and they're like, we want you to come back home. It's kind of hard for him to say no to that situation or anybody for that matter. It's hard to do that. And you can't blame him for that. What if Duke called? What if so-and-so called? I mean, it's hard not to want to do that, right? So yes, I believe what he said, but I, I, I hate, I understand it. You know, well, I just the finality of it in this game that we play, which is college athletics as a whole. That putting that kind of finality onto a statement when you've coached twenty games, you know that doesn't seem uh, reasonable. Yeah, you know to say that because who knows, man? Oh, I know. Say say this team. I mean. This team can shoot the fire out of the basketball. What do you need in the NCAA tournament? 
What do they always say it comes down to in the NCAA tournament? Guard play. Guard play, yeah. And we got some guards. Yeah. I'm so, not saying that. I'm, I, I, all I'm saying is, is what if you make a run to the Elite Eight this year? And then you, he, he's, we're talking National Coach of the Year stuff. Yeah. We, you know? We had that before. So, <laughs> resume, Completely different people. Resume builder there. The carousel starts to spin. All of a sudden, I'm, you know, that's all I'm saying. It probably shouldn't even be brought up or thought of because he's just got here. And, and yeah, and like you said, he's 20 plus, you know, it's, it seems so early, but that's a good problem to have. I, I'll say that every single time. That's a good problem to have. People keep wanting your coaches and your whatever. You're doing something right. It's better uh, than <laughs> that, better than the alternative of BCG. Bench warmers, you're going out, but yeah, going out for a steak dinner. What cut of steak do you get? How's it cooked? And what two sides? Some kind of I don't know. Medium rare is what I'll go with. I don't really care for the most part. You put a steak in front of me and it's medium rare. I'll go with that. Uh, probably a I always finagle over. Do I want a steak fry or do I just want a, a baked potato loaded? I'll go loaded baked potato, and you can throw some steamed vegetables there too, sure. So I feel like I'm eating something healthy. Caesar, ribeye, medium rare, loaded baked potato bullfighter. Let's get one right now. I know his name is Mud around here, but I'm still a Mark Adams fan. That's from the chat line. Uh, Josh is cooking something up to make fun of Clint. That'll be fun. We are done here on this Wednesday. Thanks for listening to this hump day edition of the end of the bench for Collier, for Lucas, I'm Hacks. Bottom line, coming up next. This has been the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.